Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensetaku, sensetaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensetaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eberron, Heirs of Destiny. I am Jeremy. I am your dungeon master for the evening or morning or afternoon or when the fuck you're walking, listening to this. Um, and I am leading this group of, of individuals through Keith Baker's world of Eberron within a fifth edition setting. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce everybody, and we'll start with John. I'm John, I'm playing Xathanoth Volande, the half-elven fighter, and I'm currently broadcasting from a surprise winter wonderland. <laughs> and Navarin? Hi, I'm Navarin. Uh, I'll be playing Ram, the uh, Warforged Barbarian, uh, and not quite a winter, won- winter wonderland, but it's bloody cold. Noted. Uh, and Corvus? <clears throat> Hi, I'm Corvus, I'm playing... Alex, the human artificer wizard. It's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> and Antitonic, and how's the weather where you are? It's not bad. <laughs> I am Antitonic, and I am playing Tanari, the elven ranger. And Aaron, I know how the weather where you are is. Yeah, fuck off sunlight. Um... <laughs> Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Edwin, the half-elven cleric. I like that you still continue to say half-elven, even though that secret was out months ago. Months ago. <laughs> it came out in, like, episode three. Yeah. Ed Zagrog. It's just confusing Hi, at this point. I'm Zagrog, and I'm playing Kira, the human warlock. Also, I wish the weather was colder in here. <laughs> so the snow would stay and it wouldn't be slush all over the place. For, oh, f- fuck slush. For <laughs> reference, uh, it, this is episode 39. Nice. So, previously on Heirs of Destiny, our party talked a lot. Yay! Uh, <laughs> not for the first not, time. Not for the first time. Not probably the- not for the last. <laughs> Ram's never talked that much in his life. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, no, the group had returned to Sharn after a long, involved quest and had taken a couple of episodes to take stock of where they stood, uh, holding on to two pieces of a schema that they had been retrieving for Eladrin Devon of House Caneth. Uh, the party was questioning whether to return them. 
with the knowledge that Merrick Stekanath was operating a creation forge in Sharn in secret, Ram wanted to take control of that forge, which seemed like a noble but potentially difficult and problematic <laughs> pathway. Meanwhile, Kira had been done some delving into some books she had surreptitiously lifted from a friendly but somewhat off-kilter mage named Perandon, uh, perusing the first of them, a uh, book in abyssal known as the Malign Codex. Um, it was determined to contain information and some names of several demonic overlords. And Tanari was pretty much keeping herself outside the cracked mirror on the roof in order to get a bit of air, such as air is in the lower city. Uh, after a lot of debate, it was decided that the schema pieces would be returned to Eladrin in order to strengthen ties to a potential ally, while not informing her of the creation for its situation while they tried to learn more about it. And that was where we left off. So, you guys have decided upon a course of action. Um, it is, it is uh, pretty early in the day. Uh, are you guys going to set off right away and do that? So, yeah, I, I'm the intention is to. Um, really quick, while we're, Kira, while okay. we're gone, since you aren't going with us, um, could you go ahead and just start, you know, feeling around, see if you can find any word on the street about secretive activities involving Kenneth in the city? Uh, that's a surprising thing to ask, but. Eh, well, I we, suppose we want to find out. We want to find out about this creation forge. Any information we can, and while we're there, it might be helpful to see if anybody. I can try, but I won't make any promises. I, I don't think I don't know that you'll find anything, but it's at least exactly. We're looking for a haystack among haystacks in some ways, and and I trust your ability to find information. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad you do. <laughs> Do you want me to stick with you? Uh, well, I, su- mm, I suspect. Uh, wow, I'm actually getting character names now. <laughs> All right, uh, it's up there, right? I think. Hmm. Actually, if Edwin comes along, I think there's a, a better chance we'll actually uncover something if anything is to be found. That is, if Edwin is willing to. Sure. Uh, don't get yourself. I'll turn to Alex real quick. Don't get yourself locked away by your t- in a tower by your creepy family, princess. See ya. And I'll so let's sort see. of move over to the side of the room where Kara is. So I know that you listeners at home don't see it, but the reaction that Curvis has whenever princess is used never fails to amuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that. <coughs> and cough, apparently. Um, so you're muted, Corvus, so we couldn't hear your response there. <laughs> it's just Alex's typical response. <laughs> yeah. Roll your eyes, and Alex's are Disney princess. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will lead the way out and up. Okay. As- Alex starts hitting out the door. She's going to suddenly drop to her knees and grab her shoulder in pain as her dragon mark suddenly (laughs) 
expands, which has been waiting for like two episodes, which is my fault. <laughs> looking for a time to dramatically drop it in, but no. Um, and uh, at this point has reached, because it's sort of on her shoulder, has reached like upper neck and sort of into under her hair and her arm. And you can't see it, but like a, sort of across her chest and across her back. I will. Because it is the large one, the greater spin one. Spin around and help Alex get to her feet. Oh, so yours finally so, came in. Apparently, yeah. And then she'll find a, like, is there like a, a mirror or some kind of surface to examine? Oh, yeah. In, around, so she'll find something. She'll, fuck. All right. Okay, fine. That'll make things great. <laughs> Uh, like Seth will just like sort of slowly try and like pull down, like just like the front of his shirt yeah. a little bit, so you can see where his is coming across his chest. Like I know, right? Yeah, but like I can't hide this, so <laughs> well, not easily. Anyway, I have some ideas for wardrobe choices. I, I know a little something about hiding how you look. So I, I possibly to... useful to have it like that while you go see your family. Right now, it's probably fine, but if we're Getting involved in any sort of, uh, you know, more subtle, <laughs> sneaky stuff, it may, may least, be a bit of a pain. At least yours isn't a kill on sight if recognized. Uh, that is, a, that, that is a well. It depends on what we're doing, but no, you're you're quite right. I'm not entirely is, sure, uh, but on sight apparently give me lots of stuff. Or get out of wouldn't my that possibly so give you more responsibilities if someone higher up would uh, take notice? There are likely to be problems. There are likely to be uh, consequences, or no, that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, stuff will happen. Yes. Expectations, difficulties. Mm. I guess this is probably complications. You need me to go and grab some clothes so you so it's not visible. I can go well, and pop I, out and do that. It's sort of like up on her, like on her it's neck like, and up up behind her ear mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's sort of yeah. a bit hard to hide. But that's. Complications is the word I was looking for. Um, I think I think, I think for draw more this end, it's probably I will I will get back to you, uh, Edwin. And otherwise, you know, worst case scenario, I do have some spells that will hide it for a little while at least. Well, and I guess we'll head out. Oh, I guess I will start hit. Alex will start heading out again. Okay, we need to hide you for a minute. I can polymorph. Mm. Yes, it's just the five of us and this chicken. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was thinking another snake or rat or something. I think a chicken with a dragon mark would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> the question is whether or not the dragon mark, like, like you'd polymorph down into a chicken, but the dragon mark is still there, so it's just all over the chicken. <laughs> or proportionally sized. We need to, to experiment chicken. with that later, but... Get going. When you polymorph the 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 dragon mark, if you do not want it to be present, is not does not is not visually there. It's still present. I'm just thinking like I'm just thinking like a chicken with a tribal tattoo going down its side now, (laughs) like a gold dust tattoo around the arm, or like the Mike Tyson tattoo just expanded out. Uh, Now I'm now now I'm having fucking uh uh what's Stephen Lynch songs running through my head. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, we had to talk to Kenneth, people. Yes, you go to talk to Kenneth. So, 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you guys make your way up through the city. Um, are you guys taking the direct route? Are you trying to be circuitous? Um, I'm trying to take them along the route that gets us there the fastest because of my uh, feature. Yes. So yeah, not so you're not you're not going roundabout then. No. Okay. Good to know. Um, just roll me uh, me d twenty. All right. Just to see, you never know. That's uh, fifteen. Okay. So yeah, you make you guys make your way through the city. Um, it is. It's a fairly fairly busy day. Um, you guys are at this point in, I believe. I believe you guys are approaching fall at this point. Um, which just means that the rain is a little bit colder than it normally is. Um, it doesn't literally rain every day, but it is somewhat. Uh, how best to put it, Seattle-ish in that way. Um, so you guys, you guys eventually, without any real, you guys are not accosted by anybody, you guys don't run across, you know, blood of old priests, or... I have a quick question that has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on right now, but is, is important for my my mental health and sanity. Um, in Aber- in Eberron, as a setting, do half-elves have the ability to grow facial hair? Yes. Okay. I legitimately don't know if there is a canon source on that, but in all of my games, half-elves have the ability to grow facial hair. Okay. All right. Just wanted to check. So, okay. Um, what's I saying? We were traveling. It's not yes, yes. You guys, you guys don't have any real, real difficulty heading up. It is. It's a moderately busy day as you guys as you guys uh, uh, head through sort of the uh, uh, middle sharn, um, making your way to the Dragon Towers, uh, which is where, as you guys recall. Uh, the, the house Caneth headquarters, for lack of a better term, is uh, they control main one of the enclave. towers there. The main enclave, that's the word I was looking for. And where you know that Eladrin keeps a home. Um, you guys approach. Uh, the guards obviously recognize Alex. Let you guys in. And you make your way up to um, uh, Eladrin's uh, uh, home. Knock on the door. And guard opens the door. Uh, Not one you recognize. Uh, This is a human... Uh, probably it looks like he's fairly new as a guard. He's probably in his late teens. 
uh, opens the door. Uh, can I help you? Uh, we're here to speak with Eladrin. Yeah, sh- sh- may I tell her who's... Sathanath Lande. We have do- been doing some work for her. Okay. Uh, if you would... Please wait a moment. Shuts the door on you. Uh, about a couple minutes later, uh, the door opens and Eladrin is there. Uh, smiling pleasantly. It's been a while. I'm glad to see that you're okay, or some of you are. Please come in, come in. Go ahead. It's good to see you all. Uh, I hope everybody else is all right. Yeah, no, we're just... Not everybody needed to come here to do a delivery. and That's fair. Everybody has, and some of our folks have other things to do. A private room? Yes, yes, we can go to my office. And if you remember, her office is sort of off of the main sitting room. Yeah. Uh, small, small sort of study-like room. Um, uh, very well furnished, very, but, but tastefully so. Uh, and she ushers you in, shuts the door. How did things go? I haven't, I haven't. I pull out to the two schema from my bag of holding and just sort of hold them up in the air. And she looks at them for a moment. Wonderful. Uh, may I? Yep. Hand them over. Thank you. <clears throat> and she takes one and looks at them. There's a quick identify cast over them. Um, perfect. These are exactly what I was hoping for. And these are the ones that you found. Uh, were you able to... We haven't gone into the uh, into the Mornlands, no. That's fair. Well... That, that's a bit trickier and requires additional prep than we had. Yes. If you're ever... If you want to, that offer is still entirely open. In the meantime, I believe I owe you... Mm-hmm. Um... And she goes to it to behind her desk, uh, uh, picks up, you're not sure from where, but, but, but sets sort of a chest on the, uh, on, on the desk, opens it up, pulls out, pulls out a bag. This should have, well, for one, hands you a couple. Um, and they are 2,000 gold apiece. I take them and I put them in the bag of holding mm-hmm. to be counted. Later. Okay. <clears throat> uh, do you have anything else that you want us to work on? Or At the moment, no. I'm going to be, I, obviously I will be busy with these for a little while, determining, you know, looking into them a bit. Um... Right now, I don't really have a... I don't really have anything for you. Um, Things have been as much as anything in Sharn can be. Uh, Things have been relatively quiet as of late, at least in anything that that would be of... of, uh, at least I think of interest to you. 
Um, uh, certainly anything, anything relating to you. I have not, I have not heard anything about your, the individuals that you previously encountered, shall we say? That's nice. That's good. Um, if they are still around, uh, they are keeping a very low profile. And I have had people out looking. So it seems, at least for the moment, you can breathe easy. Um, if I, if there's anything that I do need, I I will certainly come to you first. Nothing that's required. Um, Alex, how are you doing? You're muted, Corpus. You are doing... <laughs> Alex is under a personal silence spell at the moment. Alex is not paying attention. No, um, Alex is paying attention, but it's very quiet. Um, like, ah, uh, things are... Uh, okay, and she'll sort of turn her neck to show off the new... Oh. Yeah, she takes a moment to look at it. It came in nicely. I crossed my my arms. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not... I I imagine she's probably... Not not like she hasn't noticed it. It's just... Yeah, it's not polite to ask. Yeah. Seth Seth just crosses his arms uncomfortably whenever talking about dragon marks right now. Yeah. Gee, I wonder why that would be. This this mark here is obviously not so much of a problem. Um, but otherwise, things are okay. I almost died that one time. That was exciting. You almost died. City, though. Oh, yes, but it's fine. Now I'm here and I'm not dead. So we've had. Some we'll just out of the make city. sure has been, has been a, 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 an experience. Well, outside of dying, mostly good. Uh, almost dying, mostly good. I hope. I, I, always... I have enjoyed seeing other parts of the world. Good. I've I've always felt that too many of our too many of our house tends to not expand their horizons very much. Uh, we get focused on on. This, Scholastic pursuits, or or the art of making things, or more recently in interhouse strife, and don't really get a chance to look beyond that. So I'm glad that you had that opportunity, and I hope if you if you feel you want more of it, I feel, I hope that you take it because you have that oppor you you have that full opportunity. I will be hopefully more than the, the moment. Of, I will be trying to make the most of the opportunity. Wonderful. Uh, but yes, if there is if there's anything you need of me and that goes to all of you, present and not present. Uh, all you need to do is ask. You have been in. You've all been in incredible health. Um, 
And if I've come across any, any, any work or any news that I think might, you might have interest in, I will certainly reciprocate. Sounds good to me. Wonderful. And I will open the door so that yeah. everyone can leave. So do you say hello to everybody for me? I'm sorry I missed them, but I understand you've been away from the city for a long period of time. So there's plenty of stuff that takes your attention now that you're back. Yeah, all manner of loose threads that need to be pulled. Yes. Oh, yes, and... um. We weren't able to help you out in Zalago. Zalago? Is it the right, right place? Yes. The library. Yeah, Kornberg and Zalargo. Right. Yeah, Kornberg. Uh, things were... <laughs> Their security seems very good. That's fine. I'm not... That was... I'm not... I wasn't... Enormously worried about about if that didn't get accomplished um, because it has stayed there for as long as it has without anybody being aware. It would have been an added bonus, but no no harm done by not doing it. So, yeah. You guys. I guess we head back out. Make your way out. Um... Was I given any sort of indication as to how long it would take for my little for my uh, shield gauntlet to be prepared? Uh, the exact phrasing was, "It's going to take a while." Yeah. I will. Well, specifically, it was. I'm not sure. You don't need this in some sort of speedy fashion, right? Right. And so yeah, they have to design. There's you know making so might be a little bit. Uh. Yep. So, step outside, mm-hmm. all the way out of the Candace compound, not just outside Latron's door. <laughs> Walk around outside or whatever. So, now about fucking over Merrick's. No. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, you guys head out. Um, Once we get out. So, where should we start to look for information on our other projects? to the rest of the group that's with us. Who's actually with us at the moment? Because it's me and Seth. Two people. I know. Just us, oh. us and Ram. Okay. Oh. oh. It had not been expressed. I, I had missed mm-hmm. the fact that Ram was there. <laughs> that would have changed that conversation <laughs> some. People usually do. <laughs> Ram previously made it clear that he goes wherever Alex goes. So this is that is true. Multiple except times. It, hadn't, it hadn't been said this game, so that's <laughs> this is true. Except for times where that's not the case, like when Alex stays, when Alex goes shopping up in the upper city, and Ram stays behind. Yeah, uh, the, so that last episode we talked about it. I said I was coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well. yes. Eladrin would have made introduction. So we, we we will backtrack just a little bit. We won't go through the entire conversation over again. But um uh, when you see all of you come in. Oh, I don't believe I've met. 
This is uh, Ram. You, you will believe. <laughs> Ram is very literal. <laughs> of course. Ram, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, my name is Eladrin. Hello, Eladrin. Ram, we, we met Ram on our travels, and he helped us quite a bit. Uh, so. It's wonderful. I'm, I'm appreciative of your help. Um, and she, she, she pauses there like she's not sure exactly how to... Like, Eladrin is pretty good at being, except for when Elmari is around her, pretty good at being, uh, um, uh, uh, not, not seeming, yeah, yeah, she's pretty good at not seeming, like, derailed easily or not sure how to proceed in a conversation. But at this moment, she kind of does, like, I, I apologize if this is an awkward question, but I, I I I just like to get to know people. Uh where do you come from? Ram's Ram has like a like a think. Um Come for I am WB-1709 Iron Kodiak Regiment Karnath. Karnath. Mm. There's a bit of just sort of a flicker over uh, in her expression. I understand... I was never too much involved in in uh, in that sort of aspect of what 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 we do did. She says specifically did. She does not stumble over that. <laughs> I want to make that clear <laughs> if it is misinterpreted. <laughs> that was a DM stumble, not an Eladrin stumble. Um, Noted. I wasn't I wasn't that involved in in that aspect of what we did but I understand that that was a particularly severe um military to be part of our again I, I if these are if these are questions you are not on with answering, by all means feel free to to say so. But how are you how are you adjusting to time after now that the war is done? And you're free to for, to Forge your own path. There is always war. 
This is true to a degree. But now, fortunately, you have a choice. Yes, choice. You... Is that more comfortable for you? Or... I do not know. She let sort of an awkward beep pass there. Well, I hope that you, I hope that you are enjoying your time here in Sharn. And a friend of Alex's, I consider a friend. And then cuts into discussion about the, about anything else and so on forth. And then you guys leave. Okay. All right. What was the what was the question, Seth? You asked after we left. Uh, where sh- where should we go to gather information about our other projects? That being gathering information about um, the Creation Forge, which Kira and Edwin are presumably doing, uh, um, and uh, gathering information about who might be an appropriate uh, political ally in our. Designs to reshaping the landscape of the Treaty of Thornhold. I feel like Edwin might be better at the, uh, strangely enough, at the political stuff. Uh, I never got really into the into got deep into all of that and while my position is probably useful for opening some doors there i don't know if i'm the right person to be make to be talking Ed, edwin edwin certainly is good at the talking to people about political stuff but the research aspect of it not so much yeah. i am also interested in if there are anybody any other representatives of the warforge uh sort of side of things that aren't quite as likely to murder us as the Lord of Blades. So it sounds like we're hitting up the biography section of the local library. Uh, that is a good good place to start, I suppose. All right. Um, okay. One, way, one, way to, we, one place that we can go. We head to the library. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, cutting back... To we'll go to Edwin and Kira. Okay. Um, Edwin did want to pop in on if that's okay, Tanari, before we left. Um, okay. Because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was established that Tanari was upstairs or I outside. So. Yep. Okay. Um, so Edwin's gonna sort of head up to the roof, peek out. Um, Auntie, are you just muted or? I was just waiting to see what you were going to say. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, just sort of peeks his head out. She's still up there? Yeah, I assume so. Okay. Um, well, hey. You doing okay with the ceiling sky? 
as much as one can, I suppose. And you're up here. Um, uh, well, Kira and I are going secret diving, I think. Um, not, not like diving in a secret place, like looking for secret things. Hmm. I need to stop explaining things to everyone like they're Ram. I suppose it depends on who you're explaining it to. (laughs) I don't think Ram appreciates it much either. Um... For some reason, I was thinking of Seth. Hmm, that's weird. <laughs> He's my twin. Different. Oh, so he does the whole as well. <laughs> I'll have to remember that. Can't wait until I get like polymorph just to fuck with people. <laughs> Yes! I just, oh, I am so on board with that. <laughs> I can polymorph you. Yeah, but it's more fun if I can do it. <laughs> I've, well, I thought you were going to that Eladrin or someone. I... Yeah, but this is sort of my skill set, my thing. I was just wondering if you want to come along. It's not exactly a fresh air, but it's a walk. Um, And honestly, we can probably use someone that can actually attack things, just in case. Tanara just gives Edwin a look up and down... That's probably wise. Last time Kira and I went somewhere, it went badly, and I don't need my brother lecturing me about it. Yes, I remember. <laughs> All right. There are a number less corpse piles in Char- in Sharn than there are in random castles. Jeremy, are there actually less corpse piles in Sharn I mean, than there are in one dungeon? That you know of? Yes. Does that mean there are less? Not necessarily. I, I mean, feel like raw statistics in my in Edwin's mind goes. <laughs> I mean, whatever whatever Seth assumes or Level. Seth, whatever Edwin assumes is up to Edwin. But it is fair to say that. To the best of your concrete knowledge, (laughs) there are less. Fine. (sighs) Okay. Um, And then we'll we'll track back down to with Kira. Okay. So, Kira, you got any idea where we're starting? Because... I ran um, the noble circuit. 
Yeah, it's quite possible you might have a better idea. I mean, I've snuck into places before, but I but uh, uh I haven't really done uh that much digging for specific stuff. <laughs> R- really quick as a total side note uh related to nothing that is currently ongoing. Uh Tenari, make me a wisdom saving. Th- Unrelated to anything that is currently ongoing is a recurring theme of Eberron, Heirs of Destiny. <laughs> Please tell me the frog just 15. decided okay. to consume something stupid. <laughs> no! Well, then I would say, Kerisha, <laughs> make a wisdom saving throw, and possibly a constitution saving throw, and possibly a death saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> In that order, or? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, it would be in that order, but in this case, you're fine. Uh, Well, Carrie Shaw's fine. Okay, so you rolled a 15. Good to know. Sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're looking for stuff on... Kenneth, I guess? Yes. I feel like Kenneth Noble Circles are probably the last place we want to start looking. Like One, because it's hard to impersonate people with dragon marks. And two, I feel like if they're keeping this a secret from the other shards of the house, it's pretty inner circle, and I can't get there quickly. An important thing that uh, we probably should have discussed with the group. Uh, is it does Saz know about the uh, thing we are not telling Eladrin about? Um, I did not tell that Zaz any details. I won't okay. pretend I didn't go to Zaz for advice, and that doesn't. Zaz may know everything. Yes, but that's possible, but in case Saz doesn't know, are we willing to let Saz? Because Saz would be an excellent place to start if we are willing to take that route. I kind of wanted to do this on my own, but... Yeah, I see the point, yeah. No, also, also as I, I mentioned... I could be cool and useful and... Yeah, I get that. Thing? But, yeah, Zaz would be better at it. Inevitably. But, as I said, uh, that would likely involve letting Zaz know about the thing. Yeah. Uh, And, look, there's things we can do that aren't terribly risky. Let's Mm -hmm. try it on our own first, and if it turns out that I need to go asking... Maybe we can do something for Zaz in exchange for info. Uh, hmm. Maybe. It, I like to pretend I'm a self-sufficient adult sometimes, Kira. Yes, <laughs> you do that. <laughs> and yeah. Sure, I'm okay with that. Like, as I said, I haven't much... Uh, uh, can, I might not have much skill in that regard, as I mentioned before. So, I'm done with whatever. <laughs> um, 
I, at this point, uh, Tenari would join everyone with Kerry in tow. Okay. Uh, um, Jeremy, just mm-hmm. sort of general knowledge question. Um, I used to pretend to be nobles for a living. Um, right. So would I know... Essentially, the people down, sort of the servanty people, who might notice a particular pattern of comings and goings, or um, particular orders—not orders—that's the wrong word. Um, like, depending on the context and the setting, sometimes there's the tailor who notices and might be willing to say oh, yeah, this person ordered a gown, but there wasn't a ball they were necessarily supposed to be attending. Maybe there was a secret one at some point. Stuff like that. Um, uh, I don't think that's necessarily setting accurate, but would I know no, any? I mean, yes, it is sort of setting accurate. Um, but you might uh, roll me. I will make this a... Roll me a I'm casting guidance on myself. I'm gonna say an investigation roll with advantage because of your history with doing this kind of stuff. I do have guidance, and I may use a, I may use a point. Um, okay, but uh, investigation guidance. Jesus. Using an action point help. Or, uh, that is an eleven. Yeah, that will not be enough. I will tell you that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, fine, uh, uh, but, yeah an but, 11 uh, will not be enough. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I, w- I won't tell you if an action point will be enough. I just tell you that an 11 won't. Well, uh, I don't think an action point is going to be enough. But that's a 12, 12 is not much better. Um, so... Here's the thing is, you know, you, you knew people like that when you used to do more things like you used to do. Um, but you start sort of like running through, running through your list of names, like no most of the people that, that's the problem is like, most of the people that you think that you could probably go to and approximate who you were to them Mm -hmm. um, were more of probably would not be in a position to help just because they don't Mm-hmm. They worked for a they they worked for a a lower class of people than the can the dragonborn slash nobility. 
Um, the people that worked up at that level, they either are, A, you don't know if they'll still be there. B, you don't know if you can approximate the people. Either you don't know the people, if you can so, approximate those yes. people, or those the identities that you would use with them are probably pretty irrevocably tainted due to certain circumstances. Got it. Um, so in that case, would I know this is kind of what I was getting at. I don't know if this would like be transitive information, but the kind of job someone occupying might notice things like I gave the example of a tailor, but a tailor, but, but like any kind of thing like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would notice something that might be relevant for Kenneth and forging in that, array of jobs at all probably you have plenty of eyes and ears contacts that you could use the problem is those eyes and those eyes and ears contacts are generally lower city contacts Mm -hmm. that you still have that you can use the the contacts above not so much so i'll just tell you what i was thinking about doing and you can then tell me it will not work i was thinking of indirectly approaching with some sort of mind reading spell or clairvoyant spell one of the types of individuals who would be noticing these things or have the correct position Mm -hmm. to be keyed into a discrepancy or a weird Kenneth side cult um given my access to spells such as um, modify memory, dominate person. Without uh, directly interacting with them? Um, Well, the exact plan was going to depend on what the job and person might be. Um, I'm not going to say it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But locating those individuals who mm-hmm. you can narrow it down a certain subset. These people yeah. might know. And then these people within that subset, you could you can see where there might be an instance where you can, mm-hmm. can you certainly know general groups that you can go talk to, and those you don't necessarily have to have direct, you know, direct previous yeah. connections to um those would be um there are people who are there are a, a lot of people who are who are part of house kenneth who don't live in the kenneth enclave mm-hmm. um who operate shops throughout the city uh who are uh, uh mage rights um or people who are there are artificers and and mage rights who are not part of House Kenneth. Yeah. Um, these people would very potentially have this this kind of information. The trick is going to be with clairvoyance or detect thoughts or similar kinds of spells, getting them to think of that information so you can pull it from their heads, and whether. 
those that general group, which of those people actually has that information? Yeah. Is it possible? Yes. It's going to be a long-term project. Okay. So long-term thought, we send Alex basically to be curious about things that Kenneth that aren't in the house do. And to clarify, this is you talking. This is Edwin yes, talking. Yes, this is me that. talking okay. to Tanari and the others. Sorry. Okay. No, that's um, okay. I wanted to make clear for everybody. And we read their memories. And over time, I can get an idea. And maybe I could impersonate someone or know the right person, ask questions. I tend to, after a certain point, I tend to be pretty good at this. Um, Alex has the, it's indelicate, but Mark of convenience in this case. No, this is just Kira. Yeah, this is just you. Okay. This is what okay, I wasn't doing clear. Doing the thing. Yeah, I was in the yeah. process of typing, but yes, this is just you three at this point. Okay. Uh, that's long term. In terms of short term, I don't know. Do Kenneth need other people to work the forges? It sounded like one Kenneth is the solution to all problems when it comes to forging. But like, do they need someone to bring in metal? We could go through economic records. So, a Kenneth wants metal is probably not going to be the most suspicious thing in the world. Um, as you guys are trying to think of options. Uh, you guys can roll me. I will just make it an intelligence roll with proficiency. Okay. Because I refuse to keep calling it history rolls. And plus, you guys aren't necessarily proficient. Um, oh, okay. That would be my proficient roll, but... Yeah. 19. Okay. So... You guys are trying to think of potential options um, in terms of outside of what 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 you're doing, uh, and outside of the outside of sort of the long term option, um, to sort of get this get information. You guys know based on what you know, um, you guys know obviously. Kenneth, but you don't know exactly know how many people within Kenneth are involved in this. Whether whether for all you know, it could be just Merrickson. Although that would, you, you guys don't really know well enough to know how many people it takes to operate a Creation Forge, but it could conceivably. Um, you guys know that there is. One potential source of information for it, but it's a very long source of it's a it is it would be a delicate source of information, which is you know that House Kunderak has somebody in House Kunderak has knowledge of it. Yeah. Um and that Edwin, that gets you thinking on the idea of because Kunderak, they are specific, they're known to be the house that 
the, the house of warding, the house of, of protection. Um, and that gets you starting to think of guards. Mm. Odds are Merrick's is not using random mercenaries. Yeah. But guards is a much more potentially vulnerable position and something that if you can find out information, if you locating them is going to be the trick. Mm-hmm. But that is at Especially least a point of the warding magic that means yeah. spells harder. That uh, guards in some way, not even necessarily Kunderak guards, but but guards, mm-hmm. Merrick's guards could conceivably know something. Um, you don't know exactly how the bodyguarding works in uh, among the hops within Kenneth, but. They might know something. Maybe they talk. Maybe they... So that at least gives you a point of metaphorical attack. Maybe actual attack, too. But for now, metaphorical attack. Modify memory is not a guaranteed success, so not the plan. Um... So, in terms of things that might be more immediate, I could work my way through a few guards um, if I could figure out where to start in that mess. Probably wouldn't be quite as hard. Um, Hmm. Probably need a spotter, but guards drink, guards talk, guards have relationships often with people outside of those that they are directly responsible for protecting because conflict of interest, power dynamics. Um, Find the right pretty face and someone will tell you just about anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I barely know where I am, so I will follow your lead. Yeah. I was really thinking there might be somewhere. Actually, I have an idea. Um, Kira, remember yes. where we got the first scheme? Scheme, yes. It was quite, uh, quite a bit below here. It was down, right? Yeah. I guess we'd need Alex. Um, we could head down there. See if there's... You think... Anything you else, that... anyone who's been there since? Hmm. We have access, or at least I personally, I don't know if this is true of your magic, have access to divination informational options that I didn't previously. And well, I suppose. Honestly, we're all a lot better at looking for shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you could point, like, if there might be a connection between that place and something else, Kenneth. It's not the best place to start on 
where's the creation forge, but it it could be a decent place to start on Kenneth infighting in general. Hmm. If we assume that I don't think this is too far of an assumption. Eladrin had that house spy. Um, Edwin would definitely know the name, but house spy person. Alarway, Irafua, something like that. Alarway is Alarway is the uh, undying. Right. The other. He is yeah. the Elmari is the person from House Thorani that she worked with mm-hmm. and seemed distinctly uncomfortable by. She had the Thorani person for the this is information we don't want in this place thing. If not necessarily true, but if that person or someone else, if Eladra never showed the map to anyone, and we know she did because that scholar guy got killed. Um it's possible he wasn't the only one she ever met with. Not likely, but possible. But no, it's pretty likely. I don't know. Um, I don't know Elaine that well. Assuming that anyone else ever had access to the map or found a similar map, they may have checked the same place. It's another thing yeah. to look for. Evidence someone else entered. Obviously, they'd need like a right. mark or the. If book. someone else checked that, someone else would probably le- also learn. Might also learn what we know. Yeah. Or they might. Yeah. Or we could find out. I mean, it might not be anything, but it might be worth a shot. Hmm. It also might be full of deadly, deadly something. But possible. Well, although not much more so than Sharn Sharn usually is, but uh, but somewhat. <laughs> okay, and I'm not going to do this because it would take up thirty minutes, and we don't have the time. But Edwin will. Concisely, but with a fair amount of detail and specificity, relay to Chinari the events of the early campaign. Going, meeting with Eladrin, going down into the under, under, under sewers. Um, mm-hmm. Alex met a robo dog, and now best friends for life. Um, first schema, all of that. And I'm thinking if we go back down there, we could either find something that was always there that we never, we didn't find previously because we either missed it or we're not, we're... Weren't looking for Weren't looking for it, weren't skilled enough to find it. Or we could potentially find evidence of others who have been down there, if any, and from there figure out more pieces of the Kenneth infighting. With social circles, any information you have about one person's movements is huge. So if we find out that Eladrin went down there personally, that's a huge piece that we can add to that puzzle. I don't think that happened, but I don't know. Maybe so much. That's a good place to start. Hmm. I don't. 
I don't think we want to do that right. Jeremy, clarification. Do we still have the book? I think Aladrin took that back. Actually, that would be a question for the bag of holding. John, do we still have that book? Yes, we do. Okay. I was going to say, to the best of my knowledge, you guys still have it. I don't think we necessarily want to do that without Alex, because Alex is our anti-Kenneth. It's Kenneth. That sounded wrong. She's our... She's our Kenneth-specific anti-we-hate-everyone-else field. Um... It, that also yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 might need Alex along for that. Yeah, and Seth has the book. But step one. Now, who wants to go shopping? Ooh, I'm down. I look to although. Sorry. Although I heard uh, Alex already found found one of the last cloaks of protection in town. Okay, I'm going to have to one-up the Kenneth now. Yep. That's gonna suck. Um, I have no idea what is for sale, so I don't know what I could want. I mean... Also, you guys do not yet have the 666 gold that I haven't had a chance to hand to you. Just Yeah, that's fine. They forgot the money. I'm in my math, but that's fine. I... Yeah. Um, so, heading up, um, we're likely still heading yeah, up. Yeah, and I'll explain those. to Sonari, so the place that I've gone previously, it's not the only place, but it's one of the adventure places, you, honestly, you can talk about what you might be looking for, what kind of things you're looking to augment, um, and they can see if they have anything that relates to those skills. Um, unless you've got a fair amount of knowledge of specific items, which I honestly don't. Um, yeah. All right. So you guys are planning to head to the the Emporium. At least to start with, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you guys make your way there. Um, again, much like the, much like the, much like, uh, uh, the other group, it is a fairly busy day. It is wet, but as you get, it actually might be a little bit nicer for Tanari. As you get higher and higher up in the city, the air gets a little bit cleaner, then gets a lot cleaner once you actually hit middle city. And it actually doesn't feel like you were buried underneath mountains upon mountains worth of urban development. Ulterior motive? <laughs> then again, I suppose both both of the urchins have got pretty used to it <laughs> growing oh. up. Or at least Kira would. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm used to it. I just... Yeah. Being nice to the one who can stab you to death is always useful. Yeah. This is true. Point of order, um, she does not, in fact, have any pointy things. It would be slashing you to death. It's a big ring. Eh! Six of one, half does the other. You're still in a bloody heap on the ground. Uh, 
chat. You guys, you guys end up in uh, a upper part of the city. Um, heading up to the uh, heading up to a familiar building. It is a small, moderately small looking uh, 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 shop. Uh, sort of occupies sort of in uh, on its own instead of you know most. So the standard shops, like one of many in a in a particular block, this one sort of sort of ha- in its own space. Uh, you guys head inside. Um, you guys see that same shopkeeper, that same that same uh, um, show floor uh, representative. Welcome, oh, welcome to the Emporium. Uh, what can I do for you this evening? This afternoon, I'm sorry. Oh, no one's saying anything. <laughs> I was oh, wait, what? Am I going first? I guess. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I was kind of... <laughs> I try and do the thing where I give someone else a chance to talk. I'm bad at it. Um, no, it's fine. I was I'm kind of kind. I was actually kind of looking up stuff in the DMG. I'm trying to go back in the chat log because I said what I wanted last time. Ah, um, uh, well, but, while you guys figure that out, the other three. Sure. I've got a special today on cloaks of billowing. <laughs> <laughs> We just got a shipment in, um, and 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 and, and Drem, Dread Helms. Um, yeah. Perfect. Dread Helms are brother. awesome. Dread Helms, the even more useless than cloaks of billowing, but I love them. Um, so yeah, you guys are making your way back. We're heading to the library. You're heading to the library. That is right. You are heading to a library. Actually, um, we said library, but I'm I'm just wondering: is that really the best? Like, we're looking for what are we looking for? We're looking for people who would be like people who are currently active in the politics of the city, who would be sympathetic to not not the city, the nation, or the nation, like as a like whole. Not, like like on a na- people. We're looking for we're looking for uh, people on a national scale um, or international scale to, that that would be sympathetic to. Yeah, that would be some, that would potentially be sympathetic to Warforged Independence, which is stuff that you can typically find in sort of a biographical. Like if you're if you're if you're looking into biographies of kings, then you will find you know this country tends to be you know the the policy the policies of this country tend to be so and so. I mean, I guess that's I guess that's true, but I don't know if that's true only two years after this whole thing has gone down. I have a question: Are there newspapers in Sean? Yes, there are. Right, that there would also be there, like yeah, the library would also have like archive newspaper archives. There is the Cornberg. Just buy one on the street now. <laughs> yep, that is definitely a thing you could do. There is the Cornberg Chronicle, um, which is a it, it is a newspaper that operates across Corvair. There are. 
they do produce a specific in my world, a specific ver a specific paper for Sharn, because Sharn is its own thing almost from all of Corvair. And there's more news that hits there than probably all the other cities combined. Um Okay, well, as we're wandering to the towards the library, I will we'll pick up a paper. This okay. Like a, a good thing we can yeah. sort of I can and, and flick through it and try to find anything. You stop a newspaper. Yep. Stuff or and politics and stuff in general, but Warforged stuff, especially things like uh, stuff about the Lord of Blades attacks or anything like that, or just news about Warforged in the city in general, or politically stuff about the war, I guess, even though that's probably a bit vague, but... I mean, just read the newspaper, see if there's anything that pops out at us. I guess, yeah. But uh, but yes, but I'm I'm letting Jeremy know, like, you don't need to tell me the sports scores for the local sports stuff. Jeremy knows what we're looking for, and so, like... If there's anything relevant in the paper, I'm assuming we'll get that. If not, he'll say, you read the papers, nothing relevant. <laughs> I'm also trying to give him suggestions of things he can improvise on. <laughs> if he, if he, for some reason, hadn't thought of writing an entire newspaper just in case we checked one. <laughs> no, I did not write an entire paper. Um... So yeah, you stop one of the one of the uh, uh, gnome paper barkers. Grab, uh, pick up a newspaper. Uh, it's a silver. Um, sure. And start flipping through it. Uh, there is not anything. There is not an educational treatise on 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 Warforged to uh, Warforged organizations. That are pro, um, Warforged pro other people. Warforged yeah, it, <laughs> metal and wood panthers. I don't even know what the term would be. Anyways, um, but iron the iron panthers. The iron panthers. There you go. Oh. Uh, <laughs> We're terrible people. Uh, but, I mean, looking through, for one thing, it does give you a little bit of a, um, uh, a nice, uh, get caught up on, on, on things in Sharn, which there's not, there's not a huge part. Like, some of it might be of interest to Alex, just in terms of, like, Sort of the political meanderings. There is, um, there was a, uh, a, a moderately ranked member of, uh, one of the families, uh, who went missing recently and was taken, uh, there has been a ransom demand. Uh, secrets are being kept, or the, the the details are being kept secret. But the 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 intrepid reporters at the Corbur Chronicle um, uh, have learned that the individuals in question may have taken the ca- the 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 captive to uh, um, 
uh, to draw them. So little things like that. Uh, as far as what you're looking for, <clears throat> not among current, not today. That's there. The, there's a lot of coincidence that would have to come into play to have that that happen. Um, I, know, I, I just mean like maybe like maybe there was a story about the uh, inc- you know riots in a in the lower city because of Warforged. Right. You know, like a bunch of Warforged have come into the city recently. Or think, just, no, there's no, there's stuff. nothing about Warforged who have come in recently. I mean, the, I, it I, is also, actually, that is a good point. There is. I'm also trying to look for like the state of the state of the, the way war, like Warforged in the city. Cause obviously like they previously were, they were just uh, slaves. They were, you know, mm-hmm. soldiers or bodyguards or servants or whatever. But now there's a bunch of independent Warforged, and presumably they don't own property, which makes them probably homeless, which is, I assume, uh, going to result in them, I don't know, living in slums or something along those lines. And well, no, just- Warforged, there are, there are absolutely Warforged who own property. Um, uh, they tend to be few and far between, but they are there. Um, the majority of Warforged, yes, do live in a lower class second citizen lifestyle. Um, you would learn. So the Kordenberg Chronicle, just for, for, for a meta reference here, is a little bit more sin. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is stepping into a landmine. A little bit more sensationalist than your average modern-day newspaper. Notice I said newspaper, not 24-hour cable station. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where, think of it sort of like, it's sort of the, not quite this level, but but sort of the, the, sort of a mix of like the yellow journalism of late 1800s or early 1900s and like the gossip column um like LA confidential hush hush kind of thing so you have that sort of mix mixed in with some actually really good journalism as well but but that sort of the the motif that you're looking at so in the back in a lot of in sort of the rumors section the blind items there is talk about, and you recognize it actually as, they're not mentioning anything by name, but this is in reference to a degree to your guys' adventures within the city. And your guys' encounter with the Lord of Blades and the Warforge. And it's probably a little bit like... It probably turns her stomach a little bit because it's be whoever the, the person who's, who's writing about this. Um, it, it, it is, there is a fair amount of, um, demonizing of, of, uh, uh, a warforged who, who, who are coming, who hate organ, who hate, what they call flesh beans, and 
the the uh, the this group that that had uh that that had come in had been heroically stopped but there has been word of more moving it's a, you don't know how true it is because it's obviously an over the top tone very sort of propaganda ish but there is some mention of that there is no what you would call a positive mention of warforged empowerment groups. <laughs> no, no, nothing like tr- like slandering local politicians on the basis of their, mm. you know, like soft warforged sympathizers. As it were. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, anything like that? You know that what? Might Only be going- a percentile. I'm going to make this a luck situation. Not great. Well, it's not the greatest luck in the world, but you're rolling against me, so <laughs> let's see. <laughs> so, for the listeners at home, Corvus rolled a 38. I rolled, and this is a percentile, a 2. <laughs> um... <sighs> So yeah, looking through, there is definitely, like delving further into that particular, those particular sections, you get a very quick sense of some individuals who you would not want to go to. Um, And, hold on just one second here, I'm in the wrong fucking book. Um... There is, you get a sense of who you would not want to go through, and maybe somebody who you would. Um, on 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 the negative side, um, the individual who flip to get names. Uh, I am ruining the narrative flow here. Um, Edwin is petting a pet snake in the meantime. (laughs) Just to remind everyone, the urchins still have pets that haven't been brought up in 20 episodes or so. That's because I keep my pets safe from your snakes. So he is. <laughs> I've gone whole episodes without mentioning Arthur, but he's always just there. He's always there, yeah. And, and you can't, he doesn't hide. He's just nobody. <laughs> just don't mention him half the time. So the one that you definitely think, if you want to, t- you need to keep Ram away from this person. Uh, is a uh, a dwarf by the name of Nolan Torinek. Nolan is so so Sharn's government is run by I mean generally the government is run by uh a council and there is a person who represents each of the different 
the different overall districts. So like upper central, middle central, lower Dura, etc. So on. Nolan Torinic represents uh um represents the cogs. And he is a incredibly incredibly well known uh um represents which cause anti war forged oh rights oh, he said he represents the cogs i assume that's oh, oh. the cogs the cogs uh, okay yes the lower part of the the very very lower part of the city where all of the four the the furnaces and we were looking for a pro warforged person we found an anti warforged person you found well well no that's what i'm saying is you found some very much not the people to go to. Like Nolan has this is a guy from the working class area who doesn't like the 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 guys who might come in and take his jobs. Nolan has very specifically gone on record in public as saying that if he could get the entire if he had his way Warford would be to a per to doesn't say person, but Warford to a unit to a one would be banished or melted down. Yep. All right. Suffice it to say, you are not going to find any support from him for anything relating to Warford. Nah, I'm sure that's just fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm not the only person making politic jokes during this. Um, so I'm just now, I'm just picturing a dw- this dwarf guy up on a podium going, "Get jobs." He just talks with his hands like this all the time. Uh, no, not quite. I'm, I'm thinking more something else, not, not him. But anyway. Anyway. Okay, cool. So as far as people who as Sorry? You cut out that there. Or is that Jeremy? That's Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy, you, you, it, your, your audio is cutting out. Nothing. I think... Sorry? I, I can give us, give us one more try. <laughs> Hold on, let me look here really quick. Okay, that was because my that was because Discord spiked for ping spiked for me. Okay, well you're back. That looks like that's all it was. It did that once earlier, like two hours ago earlier. So hopefully this is not a repeat of last week. Um, there is nobody. There's nobody who is singled out as. This person, damn this person for, for, for being too soft on it or anything like that. Um, that said, there are, Nolan has, uh, has definite enemies on the council. Um, most notably, and, and this stuff is, is mentioned a lot in the gossip as gossip. So take it, take it, take its, credibility and value as it is or as you will um but there is the the counselor for uh middle north edge uh a man named doran Cantar. 
is generally one of his strongest, uh, strongest. They come to blows a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, over. It's essentially being portrayed, it's portrayed in, in, in sort of the gossip column as the hard edged, uh, callous asshole against the uh the 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 meeker um <clears throat> more i guess the phrase would be sentimental so if you read that coding the way that 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 you know if you run that through a bullshit filter <laughs> that could apply um, that's sort of the best one that you have. There are other people in power. There's, there's the Lord Mayor of Sharn. There are, um, there are the King Citadel, which is sort of the, the, the police force. Um, I before, but is there a, is there like a no, like a ruling? Like, a, there is a, there is a noble class. Um, by a ruling family, like a king of Brelin. No, of uh, Brelin, yes, King Borinel. All right, and where is where is? Uh, just out of curiosity, does he live in Sharn? No, he does not. He lives in Rowett. Okay, which is the capital. He That's visits like Sharn. Um, yeah, it's it, it's like New York and Albany. Um, he visits Sharn uh, on, on fairly. Moderately regular occasions, but no, he does not live in Sharn. Um, so yeah, that at least gives you maybe something to go off of. Okay, I'll um. So as you mean, we're sort of walking along while I'm reading, this mm-hmm. and trying to get an idea of it, and I'll I'll point out to the other two what I what I found, and so it looks like if if we're at least if we're starting at the Sharn level, this guy might might be. Place it might be somebody who might be sympathetic. We should what was his name? just find out more about him and or we'll, or we'll get or we'll get in touch with him. Yeah, and yeah, we can actually because that's actually a good idea. We can we can go through like the newspaper archives and go back and see if there's any other allies that we might find here or abroad. Yeah, um, seems like it's a place to start at least yeah. rather than just who just. Like him and see who we can also see who he's affiliated with typically. Yeah. Um, see if the, just sort of work from him to others that might be others that might be more uh, willing to assist with this. And you know, play the politics game, i.e. Some of us talking to people in public, and some of us uh, stealthing into people's bedrooms and making them not want to talk so much. <laughs> oh, uh, Jeremy! Yeah, I like that doesn't... you think Edwin has to stealth to get into someone's bedroom. I said, I said some of us being invisible and teleporting in is also stealthing, <laughs> and seducing I, is also stealthing because you're hiding your intentions. I, that's. I think that's where the. That's where social stealth. Um. Uh. Jeremy, just a quick question. Does my brand new cloak of protection uh, have a hood? Yes. Good. Okay. 
That's all. Okay. Um. So we need to look up more information on Doran Cantor and seeing and see who what, what we can find out about him and who his allies are. Okay. Yeah, you guys make your way make your way toward the library. Um. So, uh magic item buyers. So, uh, cut back to you guys for a moment. Sure. What can I help you with? I heard you've um, recently run out on uh, cloaks of protection. Would that be correct? Uh, that is accurate. We are, we, I sold my last one recently. You yes, have good sources. I believe I know this person. <laughs> ah, okay. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so I thought, do you have something uh, to grant luck? Luck. Psst, I'm meaning luck, so... I'm aware. Stone of good luck. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not sure if there are many others like, that grant that. I like to think that entire exchange was in character. <laughs> I'm not sure Kira, Kira knows the specific item. I'm not sure. Probably, actually, might might do. I, I'll make an arcana roll for that. Because in that case, she might make the specific request. Fifteen. I think uh, fifteen for an uncommon magical item. I think probably pretty. Big. Yeah, stone of good luck. <laughs> Uh, well, hold on a second. Ah. Uh, let me see. I, I, I can certainly go back and look. Thank you. Um. Well, I'm, well, 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 I'm looking for that. Anybody else looks towards Edwin and Tenari. I genuinely have no idea how to make accurate vagitudes about items, but I did put the yes, yes. in chat. So. so, hold on just a second. Let me look here and see. And like I said, not necessarily expecting to be able to find any of those unless I'm very lucky, but any of them would be awesome. I'm just looking them up really quick. Sure. Uh, so both of you go ahead and roll pers- just percentile roll. Okay. Isn't luck exactly, but kind of is. <laughs> I don't know that we have I don't know that we have any of those, uh, but I can certainly check and see 
Uh, and, and, and you, madam, looking over at Tanari. She'll just think for a second and then pull out the ring blade. Uh huh. What can you do to this or him and point to Karaja to make them better without me losing them? Oh, um, well, that, that is not, he, he is momentarily flustered by that. That is not so, enchanting is not a service that we offer here. I can recommend there is actually, uh, if you were to just go right across the way, uh, there's an enchanter's, uh, shop over there. It takes a while, is my understanding. Um, a long while, but they may be able to help you with that. They can certainly at least cl- answer the questions better than I can. I thought it was just across the way. I mean, yes, it's just right, uh, sort of points. Um, <laughs> but it takes a while. The process of imbuing something with magic itself often takes a while, oh, and there's sometimes yes. a backlog for the service. Oh. But if you if you want to go talk it's just if you if you just go right outside uh it, it is almost literally across the street. You can't miss it. Uh I will see if I have those items that that you're requesting. Uh looking at Edwin and and, and Kira and I will be right back. Discreetly tap myself for guidance while they're out of the room. Mm-hmm. Um. And after about four or five minutes, um, comes back. So. I do have, uh, I do have, the, uh, uh, the stone of good luck that you're looking, that, that, that you were looking for, madam. Um, hold on, just one moment here as, as far as, we don't have the, um, we don't have specifically the items that you are looking for. Um, we do, however, something that might be, might be, it's not the same thing, but the, but, but there may be some, uh, it may appeal if you're looking for, uh, uh, item, uh, it's not armor that armor it's not armor that disguised as something else, but it is let's just say it's apparel um are you familiar perhaps are you familiar perchance with uh uh what's it called uh glamour weave and 
right. And again, um, well, are you familiar? For, are you familiar with Glamour Week? This is to who? I'm assuming this is an Arcana roll and not a thing I can look up in the core book. Um, it would be Arcana or uh, Arcana history, or uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Eight whole points. Eight. It's not something that you're particularly familiar with. Uh, dark weave. Sorry, dark weave would be the other one. Yeah, these are not things that you are particularly familiar with. Uh, Tanari, you actually are. You have heard of glamour weave and dark weave. It's not used incredibly often in Aranel. But people come, people you often use it, um, or let me, let me rephrase. It is not often used in sham or die. It is more often used within Aranel's capital, which is not a place that you went with any level of regularity, but still you, so glamour weave and dark weave are a specific type of fabric that provide um they're pseudo magical in how the in in their construction and and the cloth that is used that enhances mundane clothing ways dark weave is is an enhance it provides enhancement to to not being seen glamour weave tends to make the make the wearer um uh more striking more more uh, uh it tends to work well on on mechanically persuasion related things so tenari that's what you know Edwin, you have no idea. Gary, you didn't roll, so I don't know if you. I don't. I, you I'm not sure why. if I was being spoken to about this. Uh, I mean, speaking to all, of, you were all okay. Of I, I would. Oops, wrong skill. Wrong skill. Uh, arcana. <clears throat> Probably yes with that roll. Nineteen. Yeah. So, I. <clears throat> Edwin will look to the smart one, who is Kira in this instance. Yeah, Kira, yeah. Kira, would, Kira, Kira would reply, explain. Yeah, something. Kira, you also know what it is. Yeah. So they're both just, basically they're both uh, uh, illusion fabric, in air quotes. They provide some sort kind of, of il- sort of illusionary magic that uh, assists in some way, like either hide you or, or uh, make you appear more impressive. Uh, the the preparator is like yes that's 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 one way to put it. Uh, glamour weave is uh, glamour weave is well. Let's start with dark weave because I just have a feeling I think it might be something that you that, that you might be interested. Glamour dark weave is made out of you, raw shadow itself is woven into the fabric. Um. 
it tends to tends to as 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 your friend said lend you sort of a shadowy look as you <laughs> as you while you wear them it tends to make it a lot easier to be unnoticed in the proper situation uh, uh glamour weave is yes illusion illusion magic in fact let me just go ahead and get you a couple examples sort of ducks into the back comes out with just sort of standard clothing uh standard pieces of clothing like a uh, uh, tunic in each of them and you can see exactly what he's talking about dark weave it's a very black uh just jet black clothing or tunic um sort of coarse uh but but very very well made mm-hmm. uh the glamour weave and he sort of shows it off and it's sort of hard to almost to describe the, you can't quite attribute a particular color to it. It has sort of a shifting color spectrum on it. It definitely catches your eye. Yeah. Um, this, it tends to, um, it can be, uh, when created or when, when crafted, it can be, uh, programmed in certain ways, conceived, uh, to, to, to provide certain, certain, uh, visual effects, I suppose would be the best way to put it. Um, and it is, people just tend to react much better to people wearing glamour. Now, whether that is the person or the clothing, who can say, but, it always seems to happen with glamour, so I'll let that speak to itself. I don't know if either of these would be of interest to you. Uh, yeah, I wasn't in chat, but the rules question would do both of these work with mage armor? Yes, because they're not armor. Right. They don't provide any they armor bonus. I need to wear actual armor. Correct. Cool. Function mechanically. For your guys' reference, this is how they work. Dark weave, clo- dark weave clothing. When you are in dim light or darkness, you add one d four to any to the. You can roll a d four and add the result to any deck stealth. Dark glamour weave. Hey, you roll a d four and added the results to any persuasion check you make yeah. while you're wearing it. Does it stack with uh, guidance? Yes, because in five E things like that do stack, unless it is so. the same. Unless it is the same effect. Uh, Edwin will. It's not quite what I need, but it is interesting to know it's an option. Hmm. It's this. Nobles tend to swear by glamour weave, I imagine. Um, and well, you get sort of a look around. Other people tend to swear by dark <laughs> when there's someone wearing wearing shadows around around her <laughs> in the room. <laughs> yeah. Uh So, yeah. Uh, 
Honestly, a little dependent on price. I'm not sure Kira would uh, be particularly uh, would particularly be interested in uh, uh, dark weave, but uh, kind of depends on the price, actually. So, speaking about price, as far as the uh, as far as your luckstone goes, um, we actually do have we do have a good number of those in stock right now. Um, I would right now we we be more than happy to to provide one to you for the simple price of 150 150 yes done <clears throat> okay um for dark weave and glamour weave um now it must be said these items are these items that I have here the item would be custom made to order for you. Um, we do have a tailor on staff who works with them. And depending on the how your how complex of the what you want, it will run you anywhere from a hundred to two hundred gold for a suit. Obviously, it's not a decision that you need to make right now, but that's up to you. Look to the others, because I already gave my answer. Mm -hmm. I suppose I could Try the dark weave. Okay. If, if I need either of these, I think I'm in more trouble than worth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Um. Well, and he provides you with a provides you with a uh, uh, produces a card. Uh, hands it over to Kira. Um. Mm -hmm. This is our the our our tailor is is not doesn't work out of this building. Um, all you need to do is go there, let them know what you want. Mm -hmm. They will go ahead and quote your price and go ahead and get that taken care of, which we are going to hand wave through. Okay. So depending on what you're looking for stylistically, <laughs> if it's something fairly simple. Tunic, simple dress, like, tunic and yeah. pants, simple dress, things like that. That's going to run probably like a hundred gold. Um, mostly for like utility purpose. Like, so yeah, it fits well. Uh, doesn't impede movement. Okay, so yeah, they can get get you something that looks a li looks better than like a burlap sack. Yeah, worth of dark weave, probably about one hundred twenty. Okay. And is there anything else you guys plan to do? Um, I'd, I'd like to actually try something. Um, you go up to the shopkeeper. So look at me. Take in my friend here. Point to carry show. Mm-hmm. Eyes get shopkeeper. a little wide and confused. Shopkeeper's choice. 
What do you have that would be interesting? Oh, I hate you right now. <laughs> like, I don't know. Give me 20 minutes to go through the Dungeon Master's Guide. Yeah. I mean, there if, are way too if, many if magic want, items yeah. to do that. So, uh, yeah. can I make um, the player pitch? Sure, go for it. Uh, <laughs> Frog-fitted <'cause>... dread helm. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Frog fitted. Does that mean riveted for his pleasure? <laughs> uh, How about we Holy shit! Up? You set that one up. You can't be mad about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's just, that is so low, I have to consider that. The, the, I mean... Every D one hundred roll is a one in a hundred shot, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, like, you know, we just so happen we don't have one designed for frogs. Um, but and he gets down and looks closer, and it's clear he's measuring your frog's head visually. <laughs> Like, visually at the moment. Like, you know what? Give me just one moment. And he heads into the back. And he comes out with a helm. (laughs) This came from... This was brought to us by an adventurer. um, Who had... Uh, he says that it came off of. Uh, he says that he said that it came off of, I don't know some some beast or another bugbear. I've uh, I forget the ter- I forget what it was exactly, but this might work. He says it out. I need to check something really quick here because it is technically a magical piece of armor, so conceivably it should resize. <laughs> so my suggestion was going to be a frog-sized cape of billowing because, as far as I know, the magical item ruling on resize is DM's choice. I mean, yeah, it doesn't say, but I'm going to say, yeah, fuck it. It's a magical item. It's a magical piece of something you wear. So he sets it on the front, he sets it on Kirishan's head, and it reforms to fit his head, and Kirishan's <laughs> eyes are glowing red now. <laughs> Aesthetically, I think it fits, he says. Edward maintains his composure. <laughs> and what does it do? You see the eyes. Mm-hmm. It, it's it makes intimidating. Eyes, it is an intimidation tool. Because what is more terrifying than the confusion of a prodigious frog with deep glowing red eyes and a helmet? Um, how much would this one be? Uh, second. 
Nope. Fuck it. Uh, this one came to us. We, we got it fairly cheap because of the circumstances. We could let it go for, say, 25 gold. Excellent. And I'll look to the Ntari. It's my treat. <laughs> I'll get the next one. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That's kind of amazing. Um, And so, yeah, you guys eventually go away. Everybody meets uh, Ardo. Maybe it's not meet up. You guys are headed to the library. Where are you guys going in the meantime? The first uh, Hmm. uh, team bot frog helm. (laughs) <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, I was just gonna head back, but I, it occurs to me I genuinely don't know where our plan was to meet up with the other half. So, yeah, I have sending today. Yeah. Hmm. Also, I oh mean, yeah, we, so yeah, we'll probably head back, and I, Edmund I will be request. there for like an hour. Yes. Okay. Uh, any chance we could uh, tour the temples district, whatever that <coughs> is here? Uh, that would be sure. Just um, for clarity and transparency's sake, my face is not exactly smiled upon in the conventional temple district, so that might be something to keep to ourselves. Um. But yeah, absolutely. Um, Edwin will sort of duck into a back alley. Where was Order the L. what district were we in? Um, I mean, we're still. Oh, in the you guys right? were. Yeah, you guys were in. You guys were in Upper Sharn in uh, the. Uh, in the Seventh Tower District, which is a fine shop district just off the University District. Uh, so sort of pull everyone. We are in on the wrong map. Okay. Yes, you are currently on the wrong map. I will. I just moved over here. Actually, I think, yeah. Right, this would... The Eberron wiki apparently just crashed while I was trying to look at all the districts. <laughs> you guys are... Oh, okay, I see. Seventh Tower. Okay. So, a little bit below. Yes. For the temple. Dish. Coincidentally, We've the rest been of the group... Before, right? Because Blood of all stuff. Um, you guys have been to the Temple District before, yes. Yes. Coincidentally, the other three are there. All <laughs> right. We might run into each other. The 
um, the one we were in, we were in the Temple District on Middle Sharn. Yes, you guys were in the Middle Sharn Temple District. In <laughs> That's the one that you might not want to go back to. <laughs> oh, they've probably forgotten you by now. Oh. No, that's why Edwin was shape changing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. If, if this is a different temple district, there's then, one in the upper shard. Yeah, upper shard has another temple district in the upper, upper shard. It's Hope's Peak. Yeah. He'll just sort of clean himself up a vague bit, enough to look less urchin, more adventurer, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Kira has probably achieved the same by wearing new clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And as you guys are heading through Ivy Towers to get to um, uh, to make your way over to the sort of cross the bridge to get to the um, get to the Civic District which then you would take to get to the Temple District, so on and so forth. You guys are you guys uh, uh, head into the university to cross that bridge, and you see coming from the other side of the bridge three familiar individuals. <laughs> what a coincidence! Yeah, it's almost like I'm like fuck it. You guys are scared. you guys are ending up together to talk at least for a minute. <laughs> that Wait. seems oh, convenient. Well, look confused at Karishaw. <laughs> What is on the frog? <clears throat> uh, make a defecation. Uh, would, 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 that, would 14 be able to tell what it's called? Yeah, you know what this is. Yeah. A helm of dread, obviously. <laughs> I like it. Kind of, yeah, Kira kind of smiles. <laughs> Size for larger creatures. I wonder if Arthur would like one of those. <coughs> Arthur has no opinion on it. <laughs> Does Arthur already have glowing red eyes? Uh, I don't know. Good That's question. a question. Yeah! Actually, he does. Oh, well then, never mind. Doesn't need it. Um, like... So that means it's literally on his picture. <laughs> we need little ones for all of the urchin pets now. <laughs> they don't make them that small. Yeah. Alex, you're an artificer, right? You make tiny dread help. <laughs> I could certainly I could make a regular size I could get a regular sized dread help and make it smaller. But only for like an hour. So first things first, I pass out the gold to everybody that I didn't already have a chance to pass gold out. Thank you. Secondly, that is questionable magical item purchases aside. Um, we have a lead on someone that in the city, at least politically, that might be um in the vein that we're looking for. Also, we have a lead on someone politically who is the exact opposite of what we're looking for. I feel like we will probably end up having to deal with both in one way or another, eventually. Um, um, we can talk about the details in private, but I did have an idea about the thing we were looking into. Okay. 
I think the best way to start off would be to, or, or one possibility for starting off, there's other options that I can explore, but they're a little more long-term or a little reliant on luck. Retracing our tracks to where this mess started. Uh, Jeremy, do I recall, no. was that, that was a creation forge, wasn't it? What? No, that was just a forge. It was just a forge? It wasn't a creation forge? No. Creation forges are very different. Okay. Uh, well, but the thing is, Seth probably wouldn't know the difference because he has never seen a creation that's, forge before. That's true. I don't know. It is an old forge. It was a very old Kenneth forge. So just sort of scratching his chin. I mean, that was an old forge. I don't Maybe. think that's what... I mean, that's another thing we might find either. down there. Another reason to go down. Sure. I mean, potentially. I don't know. I don't know that we'll find necessarily anything related to what we're looking for, but we might find something else. Also, are we have we considered uh, uh, involving Saz in this? Um, I'm not saying we should, but we should consider that. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I just mentioned we should I, consider the option. I wouldn't want to involve Zaz anyways. Okay, fair. Primarily <clears> because <throat> A, that puts uh, that puts a level of pressure on Zaz that we don't necessarily want to put on Zaz. And B, that also adds Zaz as a target, and I feel like that's a bad way to repay someone for being helpful by making them a target. I felt I had to bring this up. And you did. I said no. The, the forge under Shan, where we started, as best we could tell, I think, hadn't been opened for thousands of years. Yeah, that's my point. But, well, I mean, if, if, if this is about the more recent continuing to create Warforged, that's been happening as best... Uh, presumably since the end of the war. So, like, this is a... <clears throat> I'm not sure I understand what, the, what, what, what could be down there. If, if there was... If, if, if Merrick's has been doing this stuff since before... I'm we not start- saying that Merrick's is doing this down there. I never said no. that. Right, I'm not no. sure... I- I'm not sure I understand what you are... We didn't say... I'll reiterate everything I said previously. Is that okay? Just... Yeah. Go for it. Okay, fine. Um, So the stuff I said previously, it's possible that if anyone else had access to the map or other similar information, we know at least one person also was shown the map by later and stuff like that. They might have gone down there. We might be able to find out, retrace those people's steps. There also might be something down there, not necessarily related to the new creation of Warforge, but related to our other goals. Obviously, trying to say this in a way that isn't super obvious in public. Um, That we missed because we were not particularly experienced and we didn't necessarily know what we're looking for. I have access to additional magical capabilities that might help me determine things about down there that I didn't have before. I think some of the rest of us do as well. And just general, 
So if there's something else that we missed down there, especially if there's something like... Or if someone retraced our step, trying to... Or if someone retraced our steps. Any little detail... And how this relates to the stuff we were thinking about, anyone who's traced their steps, got information from other places, went down there, might be connected to this Kenneth puzzle. And the more pieces we have in a political, polysocial thing that we're dealing with, the better we are able to address it from the most angles with the most complete picture possible. Like, I don't, I, I'm not opposed to going back down there and looking around. I don't think we'll find, like, much, but I'm not opposed to checking. It might be nothing, and then it's a day wasted. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still not understanding what, I don't understand how, I don't understand when you said related to our other goals, I actually don't know what our other goals are anymore. <laughs> we don't have any more, like. Yeah, the other goal okay, was so, fighting information. The, the, kind of. Right, but that has nothing to do with any of the stuff we did up, up until Branma told us about Merrick's. Yeah, the, right. uh, going no, and getting the scheme in the first place, the going to the two create the two um, the two Kenneth facilities and getting the schemas there, that's all dealt with. Like none of that, as far as we can tell, had no, anything but there to do may, with there may No, no, but there may somebody may have gone down there after us, is the point being made. Um and, we and that someone that. would be interested in this mess. Like it, we, we when I said up, other goals, up. I meant that we still wanted to look more into the ancient creation forces stuff with Eladrin. Do we? That's what. That's yeah. We no, do. No, yes. Sorry. I'm... Yes, we do. That's what we're talking about. Um, no, it's it's worth going down to look at stuff. It's worth going down to look at stuff. Because again, people may have followed like like this. That people yeah. may have followed down after us, and and gone to investigate in our steps. I don't think we'll we we well, I think we won't find anything related to Merrick's. No, but we might find more information about these schemas or about you know other hidden information down there. Yeah, as a refresher, there was there was um there was more stuff down there than we saw. There was more stuff down there than you saw, and. While it is not the primary goal, there was definitely there was definitely discussion of what exactly this the the schemas assemble has not been answered, and it could conceivably be a threat, or it could conceivably be something good that you want to help with, etc. So that was sort of a side thing. Yeah, there is there is more information to gather down there. Yes, and that is that. I'm not opposed to going down there and gathering more information. Yeah. That being said, we still have information of our own to gather at a library. So I don't know where the three of you guys are going, but we're heading that way. I say, pointing at the library that presumably we can potentially see. <laughs> so yeah. So you guys can come with if you want, or if you guys had something else you were doing, you can continue on with that. Hearing no objectives. Hearing no objections, I... I would have looked... Sorry. Your call. 
books. Ugh. I think we have a date. Um, Kira, I think, do you want to go to the books or mm, have you suddenly decided to I find have... religion in the wrong part of the city? <laughs> uh, hmm. I, oh, well, I think I, I was thinking of actually heading back down, actually. I can manage myself. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so... Kira heads down, willing to cast Dimension Door for fast okay. travel. Cool. Obviously, I don't have enough casts for the whole way, but might cast it once for a skip. <clears throat> yeah, so you Dimension Door your way down. I have books to read <laughs> yes, of you my do. own. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you make your way down and we will, we'll go ahead and do this, do this first. Um, so you get back to your, get back to, to the cracked mirror. Yep. Um, and you still have a little bit on the, on the mind codex that you could go through. You have a history of Arginison. And you have the large book written in common titled The Age of Demons. I would finish the Malign Codex and then likely move on to The Age of Demons. Okay. So you start making your way through it. Start trying to... trying to tr- um, Again, this one you're Make, having to... Yeah, put, I like want to put together the picture of the overlords and what happens yes. to them. So this one again, you're trying to sort of sort through the in the erratic nature of 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 the author, the unnamed author's uh, uh, writing. Um, and towards the back of the book, so if you will recall, uh, the book had specifically named several several overlords, mm-hmm. uh, Belshalor. Uh, Shadow and Flame, who is in, who is, uh, 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 trapped within the Silver Flame. Uh, Rak Kaltesh, the Rage of War. Uh, Shudra, the Flesh Render. Tiamat, the daughter of, uh, Kyber. And the Keeper of Secrets. That's two different people. Tiamat, the daughter of Kyber, comma, yeah. and the Keeper of Secrets. Um, which the author did not manage to name. Which the author did not name. Big surprise. The Keeper of Secrets has yeah, a Yeah, I guess so. Um, after that, those seem to be the only names that he has listed in terms of the Overlord. After that, it appears he, he goes in and he starts it starts tracking essentially conspiracies. Okay, interesting. Um... Conspiracies and cults, and there are many cults of the dragon that are that are dedicated. Cult of the dragon is a general term here that okay. is used for the cults within the cults that there are cults of the dragon below. I should clarify that. Ah. Not not Therunian cult of the dragon. Um, that is the that yeah no not them cults of the dragon below. Which the dragon below is a general term used for anything Kybe 
Aryan in nature. Ah, okay, so not specifically um, Tiamat. No, not specifically Tiamat. There are cults to the dragon below dedicated to Tiamat, but yes. all of the underground, <clears throat> dark, aberrant, aberrations, so on and so forth. Um, there are several of those. More specifically, though, he is interested in and, and has been tr- and appeared appeared not appears because he's clearly well he might be these days if he's still alive but he was tracking he was more interested in tracking a group known as the lords of dust um which the lord of the lords of dust is from what you can put together is a group of of devoted servants to the Overlord um, that have, by his reckoning, and here it starts to get in a paranoid rounding, so it's difficult for you to surmise how much of this is accurate and how much is it's all connected with the big wall that has the string going to, like, 17 different places. Um, but... He ha- he believes that the, that the Lords of Dust is a somewhat united, as opposed to the different cults of the Dragon Below, which are def- several different fractured groups that don't have anything to do with each other and fight each other constantly as much as they fight anything else. Um, this seems to be a somewhat organized group that has, over the last eons, managed to infiltrate almost every organization of power within Eberron by his reckoning. Oh, this is highly interesting. Um, uh, he believes that there are, there are members of the Lords of Dust that have infiltrated Sharn's, uh, Sharn's council. He believes that there are members who are part of the 25 families of Sharn, which is the, the, the noble houses. Um, he believes that there is at least one member of the Lord of Dust within every, in a high ranking position of every dragonborn house. Um, he thinks that King Caius of Carnath may be, Caius III may be a member of the Lords of Dust. Um, so it's really hard to tell, like, how much of this is, okay, he read, so he read some stars a little bit, uh, a little bit, well, he was a little bit drunk one day and decided that that meant that this person was a, was, was a secret member of an overlord cult. But he does seem to have at least some level of historical backing. Like, there is nothing where, like, this person is clearly a Lord of Dust. Um, but he has, he has, there's at least a certain sense of logic to what he's saying. And based on what you know of the fiendish variety of individuals. <laughs> this would make some level of sense. Um, he seems to be particularly concerned in information that may be relevant to you, mm-hmm. uh, to Kira, that members of the Arcane Congress have been slowly corrupted by 
the fiend who's who 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 slumbers and is trapped underneath them. Hmm. Um. Beyond that, the 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 main bit that he knows for absolute certain, and this is you're like, well, yeah, that makes sense. That would be obvious. Is that the lords of the lords of dust seem to operate out of a a a city known as Ashtakala, which is essentially the quote unquote capital of the region of Ebron or of, of of Corvair, known as the Demon Waste. Which is sort of in the north. It is the northwest corner of Ebra or of of Corvair. Damn it, of Corvair. Um, not probably so you can see exactly where I'm talking about. Um, uh, and is essentially a large. Wasteland where there is no civilization uh, to, 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 to speak of. And Ashtakala, as near as this author could tell, is a city entirely populated by demons and fiends and the Rakshasa lords. Ah, so he's followed by demons the, rather than... Okay, yeah. all right. So the Lords of Dust also includes uh, de- demons. I mean, it's largely demons. Okay. Still, Kira is Not... actually going to make, copy, her, copy to herself the, some of these notes about Ashtakala. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashtakala, the only... He doesn't have a lot of... Super credible information about Ashtakala because he's never been there because he's still alive, or at least he was when he wrote this book. Um, Ashtakala is—it's sort of a strange situation because it is hidden as near as 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 the lore he had found. Indicates that Ashtakala is hidden in the middle of a uh, of a sandstorm, a perennial sandstorm that operates twenty four hours a day. Hmm. Um. That prevents any kind of divination, any kind of teleportation, and prevents any but the most dedicated from reaching the city. He's never been inside. He doesn't know anybody who's who he can conclusively say has been inside. He's heard he's had people tell him they have, but they're wildly varying reports. They don't make sense. They all describe entirely different cities. So he doesn't hmm. believe any of them. Hmm. But that seems to be a major demonic stronghold within Corvair. So that's sort of what you managed to piece together. Hmm. Um, and then going through the starting into the the, the next book, the Age of Demons book. This is I'm not going to go through in detail all of, this, but this is essentially a fairly scholarly, uh, uh, um, scholarly written 
history as near as can be put together of the period in time known as the age of demons. Go figure. Yeah. Um, which was an era when, when exactly as it describes the overlords essentially ruled the world. Um, and was put, it came to an end. This took place about, uh, between as near as people can put the people as scholarly put together between 10 million and a hundred thousand years ago. Hmm. Um, and it was eventually put down, da- uh, put down, uh, a stop was put to it, uh, by a group of creatures known as quaddles who largely sacrificed their entire race in order to trap the overlord. Uh, and did so with the help of dragons. Right. And that was essentially what put an end to the Age of Demons, which the next age after that was known as the Age of Dragons. And I will provide you with some more in-depth information, Blue Book. Uh, so, yeah, that's what you sort of put together. Okay. Cool. Library group. Time to research. Time to research. So you guys head to um, uh, Morgrave University. Um, Alex, you know you know the university quite well, obviously, uh, and you know where the library is. As somebody who is, you have free access to the library. Um, no, your card has not been revoked. Not unless you forgot to check any books back in. You may have some serious late fees to deal with, but you're fine. Um, and yeah, you guys head into, it's not Library of Kornberg level awesome. In fact, it's a pretty far damn sight from that. Morgrave University, and you're... Alex, you coming back to this place, like, you walk in, and you have those memories from so long ago, three months, of of it being sort of a a place of learning, etc., etc., and it is that. But after having seen some of the things you've seen, you're sort of, as you guys sort of walk onto campus and specifically start heading towards the library, you come to sort of a little bit of a, 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 a about this place. Like, as you're thinking back about the library and sort of some, some of the, like, okay, we're going to want to go to this section. Wait, no, no, no. That's the section that is all about about uh, uh, Zendrick. That's, that might not be useful, but it might be, so we'll have to think. Maybe here... No, wait. That's about all the ancient archaeological sites. And you start realizing Morgrave University, not that it's not going to be helpful, because it very much is, but Morgrave University, you start realizing uh, sort of a little bloom comes off the rose about it. 
you're starting to realize why it has a little bit less of a reputation than places like, say, the Arcane Congress. It is sort of, it has a lot of good information about, uh, or a little good information about a lot of things, with a particular focus on um, the things Indiana Jones would not necessarily be proud be, be proud of in terms of like profiteering off of uh, Zendric expeditions and things like that. That's sort of where it makes most of its money. Um. Uh, still, definitely going to be useful for you. It's just a moment that you sort of have of. Oh, it's not perhaps the greatest place and the, the greatest place of learning in in all the world. Uh, but you guys make your way in. Um. Uh. The 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 uh the librarian sort of. Give you free reign. Where are you guys looking for? Newspaper archives. Newspaper archives? Pretty pictures. Pretty pictures. Okay. I'm actually going to go try to find sort of the stuff that I was mentioning before in the newspaper. Uh, Things about what's happened to the Warforge since the end of the war, basically. Anybody who's done any sort of writing about Warforged culture, as it were, I suppose. Because I don't necessarily... Because Alex doesn't necessarily think that the political approach is going to get the results that Seth thinks there is, but that's fine. Alex is about to join the War Rebellion. Close. She's... Like, the political stuff's too slow. (laughs) Alex wants a continent-wide war. I mean, I just <laughs> have this image of, like, this perfect 60s moment of, like, the, the, you know, the Selma March or, like, the March on Washington. And it's that one, like, clearly out of place, like, <laughs> white woman who's Who's who? Who's incredibly well off? Like holding up the sign, something like that. Like, oh, you mean the one they make all the movies about? Yes, exactly. Yeah. The one that gets all the movies made about them. San- Sandra Bullock will be playing Alex in the. <laughs> um, it's well. I mean, it, 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 and it is roughly like that. She's, I, like she is, she is, she's looking for Warforged stuff because she she is more interested in finding out is there somebody in the Warforged community who is apologies to Ram more able to articulate the 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 needs of the Warforged community? Okay, um, rather than mm. like the, the political stuff, obviously the safer option and definitely. Agree that it is a possible way to go, but I'm thinking it's just like that's it's just it sucks that if that's what's going to do it, that's going to take a long time. So, so we all reroll Warforged characters and start the revolution. Uh, I mean, so most of you have Warforged characters at this yeah. point. 
No. <laughs> bringing all our Wolf Warriors Side quest right. only. I said I'm not bringing book into a campaign without fixing that speech module. <laughs> Unless you all want me to talk like these, like these, whatever fuck. I am all for that. Anyway, Legion might kill it. Anyway, the stuff Alex is looking for is stuff that will help politically. Anyway, but she's a bit more interested in possible, more direct action than than long term political stuff. But Seth roll investigation. Alex, roll a history, I suppose. Ram, roll me perception. Ready for that big zero on my investigation trip. Of course, Alex Grit. Of course, Alex (laughs) Grit. I'm in my natural habitat. Of course, Alex rolls a critical success. I rolled exactly average. It's funny how... Twelve. Alex doesn't even like. I th- think the overall record on Alex's history rolls doesn't even require that high of an uh, a history modifier. Like Alex's history oh, rolls are God. always like over fourteen. Well, yeah, naturally. like like natural. F- uh, yeah, above you natural. Keep rolling, just, yeah. I have just rolled really well for history stuff. Not yeah, just like the plus, the even plus if, nine is obviously helpful, but. <laughs> yeah, but even if it were like plus four, Alex would have probably made all the history rolls in the campaign yep. that they've made. Anyway, um, <laughs> I got twelve. I, I get... Corvus has a total of four natural twenties since I started tracking this, at least. <laughs> and I'm willing to bet <laughs> and that they were all on history or arcana roll. <laughs> oh, that's all I roll though, because like who does? <laughs> That's true because none of your spells require attack roll. Um, initiative, you roll initiative. That's true. So, I rolled rubbish on those. Seth, you start. That that is very true. That's probably where all of your ones are. Um, <laughs> Seth, you are looking through, and the problem for you is that there is. First of all, they don't. They store. They they store this. You would be more likely to find this stuff in um, uh, uh, House Civis archives, or perhaps they might store. You might find more information from the Kornberg Chronicles in a library that might be similarly named. Um, not so much here, but they do have it. The problem is they don't keep it in any level of organization. So they don't just, do microfilm. So there's just um, coming from the newspaper archive area. There are like they have they they put it in stacks and they stack it up, but they don't keep a whole lot of maintenance to it. So people might come in, they might pull out a new, you know, go searching through, pull one out. Uh, not what I'm looking for. Stick it back in wherever. Nobody comes to cl- to to reorganize it. Yeah. So there's just elvish cursing coming from the from the section of the library. <laughs> uh, Ram, you find some fantastic, uh, some fantastic books about uh, basically. Children's books about the about the last war. 
Amazing picture books. Very well, well, well made. Alex. Sanitized. Alex. Uh, Alex. Yes. Yes, Ram. Look. Come over. This one has a kitten. <laughs> it is really? going on a, a journey. <laughs> I hope it will be okay. <laughs> it, is, it is a book man. about the about the brave Brellin kitten. <laughs> and its journeys across the different the different nations in the middle of the, uh, uh, in the conflict. Is this the equivalent of a bomb sniffing dog sort of thing, or is it just a cat who happened to be? No, no, it's, it's a hungry a caterpillar, cat. but turned into a it's, whatever the fuck this is. It's just a cat who made, and the whole thing is very allegorical. And it was clearly written in Breland. The cat is actually Jesus. <laughs> because when it traveled to Andera, it met the peacock. And it met, it met the wolf in Karnath. And, and so, yes, this is a book of Breland indoctrination, like propaganda for kids. During, written during the last war. Alex. Yes, Ram. What is this at the end of the book? <laughs> what? What? At the end of the book was when the was was when when the kitten and the peacock and 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 the wolf and um the ha. the ha. the <laughs> the bull. Uh, the bull who was who unfortunately lost his home and needed a place to live now, um, and the uh, <laughs> and all of the all of these animals from all of these other places as well got together and decided to decided to to get along from now on. It's basically a children's representation of, of the Treaty of. Thor. Ever. Happily ever. <laughs> it means yes. that we're happy uh, after the story in the, in the, after the story ended, they continued to be happy. They were friends, I guess. Good. <laughs> so, Alex. Yes. yes. <laughs> that man has a funny hat. <laughs> this conversation can keep going forever as far as I'm concerned <laughs> it's an excellent hat <laughs> for, for the audience would, would, you like a, would you like a hat Ram <laughs> I had not thought about it <laughs> hang on <laughs> <laughs> You can come back to this later. Yeah, for the audience, for, for the audience's benefits, the words that both of you probably hear echoing out of the newspaper area uh, is "Lotes elatara vora sin Olympiadan," which translates for those that speak Elvish to "May your mother never stop fucking the milkman." <laughs> <laughs> so wow, that's a good one. 
I want to see us now. Like you, we cut back to the to the the other temple, yes, uh, temple thing people, and then we just uh, the, you're, just, you're just like, and then you meet up with the other group, and then Ram's just wearing a hat. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Meanwhile, that's a good so, I. While you were fighting the picture books, you did actually, uh, you did actually manage to find, so you found, um, hold on just a second. <clears throat> you found, um, a, a, a book by, A man no, by the name of do, 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 do. Uh, Gavin Gavrin Ostrin, which is literally just happens to be. A history of the Warforged push for uh, push for equality post Treaty of Thronehold. Wow, isn't that convenient? Isn't that huh? It's amazing what a twenty nine will get you. <laughs> I a mean, natural twenty twenty nine, but yeah, a natural twenty specifically. Um, and it details. The big problem that Gavron that the Gavron puts right in the introduction is like the problem with charting Warforged the Warforged push for equality is that organizing organizing the has been a difficult task at best made worse by the fact that while they are sent while they are they have been granted rights as individuals. Many of them are still kept in a. Many of them are still kept in functional bondage, if not literal, legal. And it essentially, the book essentially talks about how. any any student of real world history will be familiar with how this works. After, while they have been granted their indep- you know their, their 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 rights to 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 being people and such, they are still people who then they said, "Great, you're free. Now go and do something with it." But we are not giving you anything to allow you to do so by yourself. So many of them. Have stayed within, have stayed within the military, or they have found work in the exact same positions they were working before, working in forges, working in manual labor position, working, you know, that sort of thing. So, what you're saying is that Ram should avoid the city guard? (laughs) (laughs) Well. Well, I mean, if there, it's if too early in the morning for me to come up with it with 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 a good alliterative Eberron version of the KKK. But <laughs> I mean, if like 
it's entirely possible, you know, the guards go to the listen to this the dwarf guy who yells about Warforged or whatever, I assume. I mean, yeah. The, as equivalent of Eberron equivalent of talk radio is. <laughs> they are... And, of course, this varies from place to place. Um, city uh, Nations like Karnath and... Um, uh, nations like Karnath and some of the uh, uh, Thrain, to a certain degree, are... are still fairly oppressive places for Warforged to live, mostly because indentured servitude has become a thing. Meanwhile, while you have places that are considered to be more wild, like uh, dangerous places, places that civilized people don't go, like the Lazar Principalities or um, a Stormreach on the... Uh, coast of, of Zendrick, which is sort of the one civilized city in in Zendrick, or Droem, or Shadow Marches, uh, places like that tend to be actually be better for Warforge because they don't have that systemic problem there, and because they don't have a civilization to really keep people, keep keep individuals down. But since that's the case, that tends to be where the people who actually have a problem with the whole situation go, and this organization is a problem. Um, that said, there are definitely, or there are definitely pockets of groups that, 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 uh, of Warforged that push for it. Um, and Breland is one of the better places for it. You still have a lot of problems, but Breland is, Breland is, is for all of its faults, also a very free, uh, uh, of uh, a nation that is built on the concept of personal freedom and, and, and independence. So, what that ultimately means is you might not find, there are certainly groups within Sharn. Um, you will find uh, 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 people throughout Breland who support it, but aren't ne- may not necessarily be passionate like, they're not necessarily pushing uh, pushing for the cause. If the cause ever gets organized, they might, they will probably be in support of it, but they're not going to do anything to put themselves out. Okay. Um, other places within the civilized, uh, nations that would be particularly supportive would, would include Zalargo. Um, the gnomes seem to be fairly good on that topic. Uh, on Dare is fairly good about it, largely as a as practical aspect, because it has allowed them to to become sort of a haven within the the civilized nations for for people for Warforged. 
Um, but there seems to be honest sentiment behind it too. Um, and to a somewhat lesser degree, uh, the Elding Reaches. All of that's not really an organized group because the Elding Reaches is a little more frontier-like. So that at least gives you some places that you can start from. Okay. It's just that this is... What you're looking for is not something that is really in place in a strong fashion. What I'm, what I'm sort of looking for is somebody who can, who is like the, somebody who can actually represent the Warforged as a whole. Yes. Like, like a, a some figure yeah. that is. And that gives you lead, some locations. Whole, which is clearly not a specific thing, but. Yeah. That gives you some locations to choose from. Very vague uh, I mean, locations, but location. I mean the 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 whole the whole picture the whole political picture is also just useful for the the yeah. more political approach as well. So that's still um, still useful information. Uh, whether or not a what I am what Alex is thinking could, would be nice to happen is actually practical. Yeah. Still, there would also be if you could track that. You also at least have the name of somebody who appears to be very well-informed on this topic. I, I was going to ask you where, I think you said his name was Gavron? Gavron uh, Ostron. Uh, where he lives. No, I did not grab that out of a random list of Eberron first and last names. Why do you ask? Um, <laughs> I was like, I, I was going to ask you, is this a person who lives in Shan? Or is he, or is somewhere else? Because he might be a person well, who has... Me, I will make it... Um, so you flip through the book and you flip to the back jacket cover. Uh, Gav- Gavrin Ostrin is he is a, a uh, apparently doctorate. Apparently holds teaching positions at, or has held teaching positions at several different, um, several different uh, 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 established universities. As of the publishing of this book, which was about a year ago, he was teaching at um, he was teaching uh, uh, history at uh, um, uh, uh, Arcanics. Uh, well, specifically the Arcane Congress. Arcanics is the city outside of. Uh, I- I have forgotten where that is. That's somewhere up in the north. Isn't that it? is on there. On there. Okay. Right there oh, specifically. Cool. Okay. Well, that's out of my immediate reach, but I'll keep that in mind. Yep. <laughs> and I think that is all that I need to know from Alex's cool research. So, uh, temple group. You guys, you guys are making your way over to, uh, actually, no, it's up to you guys. Are you going to the upper Sharn one or are you to the middle Sharn one where you've been before? Um, I'm assuming Edwin's kind of making this call unless tonight. I mean, you're the person who knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Edwin's going for the upper churn one because he thinks adventurer will potentially not be chased out, just be a weird thing. And um, they know me at the other one because there was a fire under the city. Yarp. Associated with cults, so I don't really want to go back there right this instant. Okay. Because I don't know if any of them know my face, because someone else has my face. Okay. So you got you. you have, uh, it is a little bit of a trap, or a trap trip. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> God damn it, it was a slip of the tongue. No, it really was. It's just Anyways, you you had uh it's a little bit of a trip. Um Whoa. Yeah. Um You guys crossed through several like you guys crossed this by Sky's Edge Park District. Um, there are a couple shopping districts, etc. Uh, Tanari, you are definitely getting a look at the other side of of Sharn from what you had seen up to up to now. Um, uh, and this is it's culture shock for you in a different way. And it's ultimate, obviously, up to you, depending on which way or uh, how well it takes. But it's at least the air is cleaner. It's perhaps far more civilized than what you Whenever I say civilized, assume that the quote marks are there. Then, then, uh, then, then you're used to uh, a lot of weird people being polite to each other. In some strange way, um, that's definitely definitely an experience for you. And eventually, you guys end up in um, uh, Hope's Peak, which Hope's Peak. So, uh, you guys have been to to the uh. uh uh, the Sovereign Towers, which is the Temple District of Middleshorn. And that was nice. That was very, very sturdy, well-constructed stuff. This is Upper City Temple. So, lots of, uh, you know, white stone, marble, gold inlay stuff on the outside of build. This is the pretty Temple District. Um, you guys see, is there any, are are you going on a, are you just looking for a general tour, Tanari, I'm um, assuming? So You're sort know, of leading the way at this point. I know that the Undying Court has their own sort of sigil and everything. Uh-huh. I would hazard a guess that just generic ancestor worship would not. That is correct. In fact, actually, let me clarify. As I said, uh-huh, to a, to a, 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 a general 
there is a common perception that the Undying Court has a a a a. a Kenari would probably know that that is. You know, Tanari's reputation with the Undying Court is necessarily the best, but she would still know that 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 well-known symbol is basically how what outsiders attribute to the court. There really isn't one recognized symbol. Um, but it is one to make things to make things confusing. It is one that the court sometimes uses, since it was already assigned to them anyways. Might as well, um, by outsiders. It is one that they sometimes use outside of Aranel to identify themselves quickly. Um, general ancestor worship, no. I, I figured. Um, so I'm just on a lookout for anything that like seems familiar to me and just making a mental note of it. Go ahead and roll me a perception roll or investigation, whichever you... Uh, perception would be much better. I will use a luck. Okay. Good hmm. God! Mm. You know, I'm gonna so for those at know. home, that was a natural three, which made it an eight, and the luck gave us a natural two, which was a seven. <laughs> so that at least bumps up to an eleven. Mm. So. That's okay. Oh, this works. So you're looking around. Um, and you're not really seeing, not in this district, you're not, you are not really seeing anything that looks incredibly, this is all way more ostentatious than you are used to, first of all. I mean, the Undying Court has its ritual and its weird things that would be considered um, uh, ornate and, and very ritualistic. But, uh, and, you know, they are, they are ridiculously old, undead, undying, undead, same thing, elves. But this is over the top. Like the the elves, the undying at least live in some sort of balance with nature. As weird as that is to say, in any other D and D setting, um, this is just let me build the largest, most gorgeous building that I can. And sure, they put you know the the, the they put a nice manicured, you know. Hedges and that sort of thing, but nothing that you're really, really um, uh, necessarily familiar with. But uh, you, you and Edwin both can roll perception. One more perception. Sure. I will 
guidance Tanari for this. Um, so you get an additional D4. 18. Okay. <laughs> uh, 25, I think that makes. Yep. So in a 25. Um, oops. So you guys pick up on it fairly quickly. Um, or you you pick up that they are there almost the instant that they actually are. Uh, you guys are just sort of walking along, and uh, you realize that there there's there's somebody walking that walking with you. All of a sudden, um. And you pick up on it, not because, like, the, for for somebody who's just literally right next to you, they move incredibly quietly, and you probably wouldn't have noticed if you hadn't suddenly just gotten this sort of surge of being feeling sort of energized. Um, and you both sort of look over at the same time. Um, and you see, uh, Edwin, it's somebody, it's, it, it's an elf, uh, a female elf. There is something, she is dressed in sort of a, it looks Arenali. That's near, that's about the best that you can say, like, it looks vaguely Arenali. And to you, it looks somewhat, she looks somewhat familiar, but you can't quite place it. Uh, Tanari, you, your mind very quickly puts together like, okay, the facial features now age this person a ridiculously long time. And this is a Laraway. Huh. Uh, and she just sort of looks over at you guys, and she's, she smiles. It's good to see you both again. Edwin will give a slight nod. I was wondering, you'll have to forgive. Um, actually, yeah, she's... When you spoke to her on Aaron, he had she. It was a creature who had been. She had a certain level of uh, hollowness, I suppose, in her tone that just sort of fit that. Uh, that 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 ancient of a creature that's missing here. It's still the same, and that's where you pick up on it. Uh, on all of a sudden, when she when she speaks. You recognize Edwin recognizes the the uh, the voice. Um, Same thing, polite nod. Yeah, you'll have to. Uh, I, I that my appearance 
is not alarming in any way, but I thought that there perhaps might be something you may be interested in. Oh. Uh, and you can't quite... She's looking at the both of you when she says... And on that perfect cliffhanger there, we're going to go ahead and call it. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Hello. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.